Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Marito's podcast, covering business research methods. Today we are discussing two questions. One is dealing with a skyscraper index dilemma, (laughs) and the second is dealing with a PR disaster. Um, so question 15, it's talking primarily about a study done by Andrew Lawrence that discusses whether or not skyscrapers can be a good indicator of economic downturn. Um, he gives plenty of examples of why these correlation findings, um, could be correct. Um, there are many examples of of these findings that he gives, you look at the Equitable Life Building in New York, the Empire State Building, Chicago Willis Tower. All these are 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 connected to to disasters or economic downturns. I guess I should say recessions, um, the Great Depression, uh, the Gold Standard. Um, becoming, you know, obsolete in 1974, you know, that's connected to Sears Tower. So he does have examples. There there are these correlations, but the question wants us to examine the correlational finding and provide plausible alternatives for their findings. And right off the bat, my brain, when I got to thinking about this, I went I went right to kind of it has to be associated with kind of overestimating things. You know, you're overestimating your worth. You're overestimating um, your credit, your your mo- your monetary value. And so, I of course had to research this and kind of look and see if I was on the right track. And sure enough, I found a a, a journal in the Quarterly Journal of Austrian Economics, Volume Eight, Number One. Spring 2005 by Mark Thornton. It's uh, titled Skyscrapers and Business Cycles. And he mentions Andrew Lawrence's study um, quite, quite a bit. I mean, that's what's centered around this whole theory of the skyscraper index. And <clears throat> he even has a table that also indicates or shows that there are, um, you know, there are these correlations with even with height. You can even get even more detailed with showing, you know, the higher the building, the the, the worse the economic disaster could be, which, you know, it goes back to, is this the case or is it something deeper? And there is, of course. I mean, it is, he talks about the irrational buying behavior that kind of can be associated with, you know, economic prosperity and you're, you're speculating, your speculation fever theory that, you know, you, you think you're worth more. And so you're speculating that you should monetarily expand and, and overestimate your land worth and your values and overinvesting. So there's several factors and several alternatives to why the skyscraper index may not be, um, you know, the best way to, to predict economic downturns. Um, question 16 is dealing with the effectiveness, the effectiveness of Toyota's advertising to restrict, I'm sorry, to restore public confidence in the wake of its product recalls. It's a, 
Its products that were recalled are the accelerator pedal and the uh, anti-lock braking problems that uh, these high-tech hybrid vehicles had. And you got to save face, you know, if you got to kind of think of you were having to to um, provide these reports or um, these research reports to your management team. It's kind of like you need to figure out your organizational framework and what would be appropriate and why. And that's what the question is asking. And that's where I kind of did my reading. And it seems like I would lean towards using a, an audience-centered um, type of report. I mean, you, you've got you've to know your audience, wh who you're talking to here. And your management teams might not be as um, clued in into the jargon and tech and technical terms that you're going to use to to emphasize why your pedals and why your braking problems are fixed and and show you know just how good and why and you get technical you could lose people and so the report structure is important too and so i think that there needs to be a mixture of written plus oral reports given um mainly because of the flexibility and uh, on page uh, 439 of Schindler's text, it, it even talks about the flexibility that an oral plus written structure provides. And it's kind of, you know, if you, if you write your report and it's, it's data overload and, and it's kind of hard to decipher what's what, it, it's best to give an oral report after, you know, a briefing, an oral briefing to show, to ask any questions that have been asked of you, you can then provide an answer to, to any kind of uh, confusion or fuzziness. And I think that uh, there's also some, some, uh, some definitely some limitations that need to be addressed too that I think you definitely need to mention that if in your uh, in your study somewhere uh, if you're going to be giving this report you, you definitely need to tell the audience or your managers um, or your in this case I guess you're 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 more wanting to restore public confidence so you know you you definitely need to 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 write out the limitations but also also be able to um, speak on those and um yeah i think that most of this is pretty self explanatory as far as um exhibit 16-6 on 442 i did want to um talk about that real quick it's kind of this it gives a table it's the research report decision tree you give this recommendation then you have an insight and with these insights you need to give the information you know you you have this branch out of these uh information topics for each recommendation basically and so you know i think these traditional frameworks that that I've provided here for you. I think that's what the company could do. Um, and just basically provide the public a, a sense of, um, 
you know, confidence. And the only way to do that is provide, uh, I guess, great sound data and findings, and then be able to center your audience's focus on, you know, the problems that were fixed and show that the problems have been um, fixed in a way that you can purchase the products and not worry about future accidents or future recalls. So I think that pretty much answers question 16. And once again, I want to say thank you for allowing me to do this. And I look forward to um, completing my degree. Thanks again.